Hey, good morning. This is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday morning meditation podcast. It's early morning here. It's before 8, Eastern Standard Time. I live in the great metropolitan area of Atlanta, Georgia. We had rain yesterday. We had thunder and lightning and rain. And this morning, everything is very quiet. Well, with the exception of the rooster across the road. But you may, I don't know if you can hear the rooster or not. Uh, very audible, just sitting here, but I'm not sure if the mic can pick it up. But very um, regular rooster does his job all day long right okay so the sunlight's coming in into the trees very quiet just a beautiful beautiful Sunday morning and I hope wherever you are wherever in the world you are, that it's quiet and peaceful and everything is going really, really well for you. I hope that you're healthy and happy and that all your family and friends are healthy and happy. Being on earth being a human being on earth can be very challenging, as we know. So I'm sitting here in my lawn chair with my cup of tea. It's already got a little bug in it. Get that out. Bugs don't take up too much room. But I did get it out of the tea. It's been a really busy week for me. I've been writing. I'm working on an ebook about busy brains and hope to have that out by like before mid August. So I'm working on that. And making sure I get some exercise every day. It's been, it has been very hot here. It's gotten up into the high 90s, uh, not Celsius, but Fahrenheit, and been in the hundreds a few days. Nothing like Texas. I'm, I lived outside of Austin for a number of years, and it's just getting hotter and hotter there and everybody uh, in meditation class who lives in that area is like thank goodness for air conditioning I'm not sure how they would deal with or how we did I mean how people deal with those extreme temperatures because our homes are not built to to stay cool that's for sure 
very quiet here. And during July, as I've mentioned in class, we have been working on gratitude. And in particular, being grateful for some of the things that we take for granted. So an example would be that we need to run errands or go to work or uh, do something and we get in the car and we don't think twice. We put the key in the ignition or tap the ignition and we just expect it to start. We totally take it for granted that the car is going to start. And of course, 99.9999 times out of 100 it does. And then when it doesn't, that does not make us very happy. And then, because we have, then we have a problem to solve and we're, you know, off our schedule and things like that. The other thing we've been paying attention to is things like our little toe or all our toes. They are so important in terms of us being able to walk. And we totally, pardon the pun, totally take them for granted. And I know, I know I've looked at my toes, I've looked at my little toe and thought that I, I have a nice little toe, but I just sometimes would wonder what it did. Well, it turns out that our little toes are very essential for balance, for helping us to maintain balance as we walk and move around or play or you know, do sports. I mean, what anything we do where we're moving around, our little toe helps us maintain our balance. So when I learned that, I and I learned that several years ago, I was like, wow, thank you, little toe, for helping me stay balanced. And we know how essential balance is because we don't want to be falling over all the time, right? So we've got these lovely little toes. And the other thing that we've been paying attention to during August is our opposable thumb. And primates have opposable thumbs, which means that we can bring our thumb together, right? With our other fingers, it allows us to grip. It allows us to use a pencil. It allows us to use tools. And if we didn't have that opposable thumb, there are so many things we wouldn't be able to do. So, for instance, it, it allows me to pick up my cup of coffee. So I've got a handle on there, but my thumb is what 
helps me keep a grip on my cup. How about that? And of course the same goes for driving and doing so many things. Cooking, I mean just any handling any kind of tool. So this past month we've been very grateful for our opposable thumbs. And opposable thumbs began to develop, I believe about three million times, no, three million years ago, somewhere in that area. And they've developed since then. So we're, we're very blessed to have opposable thumbs and of course, it allows us to eat our hamburgers or our french fries or hold a fork. I mean, it's, we, we use our thumbs and our fingers and we take them so for granted. It's like, wow. And then the last few weeks, the last two weeks, we have been paying attention to our heart because our heart beats all the time and we don't have to think about it most of us I know there are people who have pacemakers who need to take medication to help with their heart they may have a pacemaker to help with their heart or uh, some friends of mine uh, the their husband had to have some uh, not open heart surgery but some uh, some help with his heart because it was getting a little erratic and our hearts are are truly amazing and we take them totally for granted and we get upset, right? We get upset if it misfires or doesn't function like we think it ought to. And day after day, all day long, all night long, for most of us, our hearts are just beating away, just keeping up, for the most part, keeping up a good rhythm, unless we get all emotional or uh, super angry or really frightened. Our hearts are just beating at a nice regular beat, somewhere between 60 and 75 beats per minute. Wow, wow. And we don't do a thing. The heart has four chambers it has its own circulatory system and it has its own very specialized nervous system that keeps it beating in a rhythmic pattern. So we are tremendously blessed and there are some wonderful, really wonderful um, videos on YouTube about the heart and I will put a couple of links 
to the videos we've been watching. I'll put a couple of links in the notes for the podcast and you can go check them out. Because truly, our hearts are, are amazing. And the more grateful we are, the more relaxed we are, and the more consistent we are with our meditations and our spiritual practices, then we're actually helping our hearts, we're helping our whole system function more effectively and more productively. And, I mean, there are a bazillion studies out there that show using MRIs or (laughs) um, EKGs or um, heart, heart monitors that show that when we calm down, when we get centered, when we relax and start breathing with a whole breath, a whole full breath, that our whole system does so much better. And gratitude, a practice of gratitude, can really help us maintain a very centered and very conscious and much calmer state of being. Not just state of mind, but a state of being. So when when I think of my brain, I think of my entire nervous system as being my brain. Not just command central sitting at the top of my head, but my whole system. How about that? And the other thing that I think is very interesting is that our hearts, our heart is constantly sending information to our brain and our brain then responds to that information in the way it regulates things like hormones and uh, digestion and how relaxed or how tense we are. So this is another reason to cultivate, right, gratitude. And I don't mean gratitude, any kind of gratitude is great, okay? But I don't mean just walking around saying thank you, thank you, thank you. But, which is fine, that's fine. But to actually slow the process down and allow ourselves to feel the gratitude, to feel grateful. And maybe you're just grateful for the fresh air. Or maybe you're grateful for the light coming through the trees, the early morning light just waking up the leaves 
Or maybe you're grateful that you saw a wonderful friend this week. Or maybe you're grateful that you had a delicious dinner last night that someone helped you fix or prepared with you. So the process is to allow yourself the time to feel the gratitude. In other words, if you were having a delicious dinner, you might allow yourself to savor, to take the time as you ate, to taste the food and really savor it. Really savor it. So Friday after work, I decided that I'd, it had been a very busy week, right? And I decided that I needed a hot fudge sundae. Uh, so the Sonic, that's not too far away, has a drive-through. So I drove through and then it started to rain. It actually started to pour. So I parked the, the car in, um, in a parking place where it was mostly trees and bushes. And I sat there in the rain with the rain you know, pouring down on the car um, and ate my hot fudge sundae and savored every bite. It was delicious. Not encouraging you to, to eat ice cream all the time. Um, but my point is that allowing ourselves to savor, like my tea, like to really enjoy the flavor, savor it, feel the warmth of it. Any time that we use our senses like that, it is grounding. It brings us more into the present moment. And it enhances our capacity to feel. And that can be very essential living on this planet, being able to feel. Human beings are wired to feel. We are also wired to move. Like the way that our nervous system works, we're wired to move. And our bodies are hinged. We have a lot of joints all over our body. And that's a clue that we're supposed to be moving <laughs> rather than sitting still. So before we do our meditations, in class, we move. We move around. We stretch. 
we do some good serious deep breathing to get some more oxygen moving through our system it is much much easier to meditate if we're more relaxed and if we're doing if we're having good breath like if we're breathing well and we've got lots of oxygen coming into our system so that has been working really well for us it's it's something that that I like to do before I do my meditations and we do it in class so that everyone will remember to do that when they're doing their meditations on their own. Mmm, good tea. I'm drinking Earl Grey this morning. Very good. So it's still pretty quiet. Got a few more cars going up and down on the street. It's very quiet. And I'm sitting here just soaking up all this wonderful beauty and beauty of the trees, all the green of the leaves, a few birds flitting around. Looking at all the plants in the yard. It's lovely. And it's moist this morning because we've had we've had rain. We're always grateful. Hopefully we don't get too much all at one time, but we're grateful for the, for the rain. And I went to the farmer's market on Saturday, and I got some lovely bok choy, some gorgeous long purple um, eggplant, and I got, I forgot to get eggs. But, um, oh, and I got some extra peaches. We're in the middle of peach season right now. And most of the peaches are coming from south of Atlanta. So I got peaches. And then one of my friends there makes this delicious microgreen um, smoothie. Delicious. I hadn't ever had fresh microgreen smoothies this was it's just great so and he didn't have he usually has a really long line but he didn't yesterday so I got my smoothie I got some uh, plums from one of the growers that has two plum trees in their yard got two different kinds of tomatoes are very fresh, have great flavor, and the skins are not tough. So that was lovely. And I got some extra peaches to give away because we're kind of at the height of peach season.
and it was it was really it was lovely at farmers market yesterday it wasn't super crowded when i was there so that was good so if if you have a farmers market close to you or um a farm that's you know producing vegetable fruits and vegetables and maybe they have a place on the the road so you can buy fresh fruits and vegetables it that they always just taste so good because they're picked when they're very close to ripe so that's where the flavor is that's how how we know that they're ripe is it's the flavor and so much of what we get in the stores it's picked before it's ripe it's allowed to ripen in the box or in the crate or which you know I'm glad that we get we're able to go to the store and get fresh fruits and vegetables and there is a difference in the taste between something that is allowed to ripen on the vine or on the tree or in the ground compared to something that is picked before it's ripe. And also the vegetables and other nutrients are the highest tend to be highest closer to when it's ripe or when it's very ripe. So that's another aspect So wherever you are, I hope you've got fresh fruits and vegetables nearby. And even better, maybe you have your own little garden. And we don't this year. Because <clears throat> we thought we were going to be moving. So we didn't do that. But we didn't move. And so I am making uh, regular trips to the farmer's market. So wherever you are, I hope you have a, an organic grower or a natural food grower uh, nearby or a farmer's market or you can get somehow fresh fruits and vegetables. So let's do our meditation. And we need to stand up here, stretch, and move around. Get some oh fresh air down in the lower lobes, lower area of our lungs. Because it's so much easier to meditate when we when we have fresh air, good fresh oxygen. And where I am it's just kind of loaded with oxygen because there's so many trees, which is a great thing. Wonderful. So stretch and do some twists if you're able. You know, make sure you got good balance, right? Got your little toe, all your toes functioning. Yet our our bodies are just so amazing and they allow us to do so much and see so much and so 
even if they're not functioning perfectly, if, if we're still here on this planet, then our bodies are, are helping us be here. So it's, it's something to be very grateful for, I think. And I'm happy to be here. Even though being on the planet is not easy, it can be very complicated and frustrating, and, and that's the reason that we do our meditations, because it helps us remember that we are a being having a human experience on a very lovely planet with a lot of other people <laughs> who can be difficult or annoying or uncooperative or whatever but I on days when I get frustrated with the all the silliness on the planet I remind myself that we are in this together all of us we are all in this together and maybe if we could remember that and and treat each other with a little more kindness and respect things might work better maybe they do courtesy courtesy works kindness works sometimes it's difficult but it does work so all stretched out find a comfortable spot and i thought Today we would just be grateful that our hearts are beating and our lungs are basically working and we're able to be here. And I know that we do, we often do heart meditations and and we get a feel for our heart. So I was thinking today as we do our meditation that we be aware of our heart. Like it's got four chambers, it's got four valves, it's got aortas and veins, it's got its own amazing nervous system, its own very amazing circulatory system and it just beats and beats and beats and it allows us to be here and to have oxygen going to every cell in our body and it it picks it it allows the blood cells to pick up waste products to pick up carbon dioxide and get it out of our bodies, right? Okay, so you, you get the drift here. So let's just pay attention to how wonderful and all the things that our heart does for us. I'm going to adjust my chair here. Okay. All right. So as you breathe in, following your breath, 
all the way down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, allow yourself to relax. As you breathe in, following your breath, down into your solar plexus. Feel your breath moving into your lungs, past your heart, down into your solar plexus. And as you breathe out, following your breath in the bottom of your lungs past your heart through your throat out through your nose or your mouth into the space all around you allow yourself to relax And when you feel that you're centered and relaxed and comfortable with yourself, then bring your awareness to your heart and just consider as you breathe as you feel your heart beating, you may want to use your pulse in your inside of your wrist. Put your hand on your heart. Consider how amazing your heart is. And as you breathe, just let yourself rest with your heart.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into the very bottom of your lungs. Be aware of how centered you are. Be aware of how much space there is in our lungs. And as you breathe in, fill that space with fresh air. you breathe out, following your breath, at the bottom of your lungs, past your heart, through your throat, out through your nose, your mouth, into the space all around you. Be aware of how relaxed you are. As you breathe in, following your breath, down into the very bottom of your lungs, be aware of how at ease you are with yourself. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you. When you're ready, gently open your eyes. Oh, what a great way to start the day. If you can start your day with a meditation, especially if you can do a meditation outside and tune in or just plug into creation, I guarantee you will have a much more balanced and grounded and centered day. It's, it, when I do my meditations outside, it just makes such a big difference. So, thank you. Um, the mosquitoes, just when we started our meditation, the mosquitoes found me. So I had to get up and move around, because if you're moving around, they usually leave you alone. They don't always bother me when I'm meditating, but... Today they did, so um, did a walking meditation. 
Have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. Thank you for all the good that you are doing in the world. And have a wonderful week. Remember to breathe.